Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Dunk You Very Much, coming to you September 22nd, Sunday, from the heart of the combat zone in Taipei, Taiwan. Sam Yarbs with... Matthew Von Ryan. Very good. And here we're coming at you today with a little a unique game for you guys. We're going to do an NBA wins total podcast for you. This is a game that we encourage you guys to play along with us. Uh, we have got some special rules for you guys that we're going to outline. But Matt and I are going to go back and forth selecting teams uh, from the NBA looking for wins totals. Okay, and, uh, and this is going to be a contest that we run season long. And uh, it's going to be a pretty important contest, Matt, because the winner is going to be taking home something pretty nice. Taiwanese steak. That's and right. This is not an American steak. There's no, there's no baked potato, broccoli. Uh -uh. <laughs> What's on the side of this Taiwanese steak is what, Sam? Some noodles, motherfucker. This noodles. is they, no they pie. Pour <laughs> pile of noodles on top. And they crack something else too. A nice little egg on there, yeah. They Taiwan, they have this, uh, this beautiful dish called Nyo Pai Mian. It's a street steak. They uh, they're served outside. Uh, they take probably the cheapest cut of meat you've ever seen in your life, fried up real quick with some noodles, a little black pepper, a little mushroom sauce on there. They f they f uh, throw a raw egg right on the sizzling hot plate, and uh, and that stuff is delicious. And it works. And the winner of this one is getting not just any street steak, the they're top getting, shelf. They're getting a beef steak. I usually piece. order the meat steak. <laughs> That's the cheapest one. Like, what do you want? Pork, chicken, beef. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. Like, give me that meat steak. Give me the, I'll meat, take the steak. meat one. Yeah. Uh, this person's actually getting beef. This is, beef, this yeah. is 100%. Beef. Normally, yeah, if you order the, the meat steak, that's about a $3 steak right there. That's running you at $3 on the street. Uh, but if you upgraded the beef, that's $5, which most of us never consider. Yeah, <laughs> never. that's ridiculous. You could, you could order two meat steaks for the same price. It's crazy, yeah. And so, I, yeah, I have a great place meat. to take you, Sam. Oh, I don't know where I've been here. It's in the middle of the city. Yeah? Is it the yeah. one in Dunhua? The Dunhua? It is. It takes Beauty. the whole uh, street steak to another level. You're literally... <laughs> they put the tables... In a like a parking spot, a street parking spot. So if you have the if you're on the outside of the table, you are literally brushing up against taxis and scooters and bicycles. It's rough. That's as street as it gets. There's cockroaches everywhere. It's delicious. Well, think of your own wager for this, guys. Uh, that we encourage you to play along with us. This is a great uh, contest to play with two people uh, or as many as three. More than three is gonna get a little squirrely. So so here are the rules. Let me run down the yeah. rules. Uh, Matt and I are going to take turns selecting teams. We're going to select a total of six teams, three from each conference. But we're limited as to which teams we can select. Yeah. We can have one team each from the following groups. One team each from the top four playoff seeds in both conferences, the bottom four, the five through eight seeds in both conferences, and one team each from any of the teams that miss the playoffs. Now, we've excluded one team. We've the, excluded the cheat code team. We've excluded the Golden State Warriors. They're not yeah. really a team, and it's not fair if you have them. We took them off. Though looking at this, they're not a thing. When I was breaking this down, there's one other team that comes pretty close to cheat. We'll talk about that. I like to hear about how you devise your strategy. There's one other team on there that comes pretty close to cheat code status. But so basically, for for so we, you can select one. Of, so Matt or I could select either the Celtics or the Cavaliers. But once you select one team from that pool, you're no longer allowed to select another team from that group. So, so um, you, you have six categories to choose from. We'll take yeah. turns choosing. The strategy really comes in, yeah. where do you want to go first? Like, where's the value? Exactly. What we're kind of looking for here, and, and if you spend some time thinking about it, what becomes obvious is you're looking for, in each of those different groups, 
which team do you think will get which the first place team will get more wins than the second place in that group? Where's your marginal return on investment the highest? Exactly. Which can lead to some fun. Well, so for example, that? if you choose choose a non playoff team, Matt can't go back and load up on two of the first playoff teams. You only get one team from each of those pools. Which I think makes going first uh, a very important uh, uh, characteristic in this in this game. Also, knowing your opponent makes it really interesting. Yeah, well, you know, how are they thinking? Yeah, feel free to steal this idea and feel free to text us your team. Like, you can do it with a friend or you can just choose yourself. Send it to us on, on Twitter, on Facebook, or leave it in the comment section for the podcast. We're going to kind of talk about it a little bit throughout the season. Yeah. And then there will be, it will get a little more serious towards the end. We won't talk about too much, like, fantasy and too yeah. much updates. We won't about be this, slamming at the updates, but we want to keep keep running tabs on, on how our teams are doing. And, uh, and this is the fun way to get uh, the wins total going. And I'm looking forward to Sam buying me a steak. Oh, Matt thinks he's got this one in the bag. I like it. I've done a lot of time. I've got an extensive sheet in front of me. I have the ESPN wins projections for next year. I've got their wins from last year. I've got my own personal takes. I'm very, very excited for this. So, um, that remains, let's let's get to it. Let's get started with this and, okay, and talk Sam, our ways through it. I'll, I'll give you the uh, equivalent of a coin flip. All right. The last two teams in attendance last year in the NBA were the Timberwolves and the Nuggets. Who was the worst in attendance? So if I get this correct... Then you go first. Right? I get to. I can choose going first or second. I can defer to the second and third. Because we're going snake style, so it's going to go one, then the next person gets the second and third. Okay. Um, so okay, who, the, the who, bottom who, team... Who the worst attendance? attendance? So number, Timberwolves or Nuggets? Oh, between these two. It's between yep, those two. Between <laughs> those two. <laughs> I was about to say Atlanta. <laughs> no, 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 no. Cool. It, it, it's a coin flip. It's out of these two teams. Wow, the T-Wolves or the Nuggets? Well, the T-Wolves are cold. Sam's um, favorite Nuggets. My ex-girlfriend used to be friends with a T-Wolves dancer. Uh, that we went we in Boston one time. That was an interesting, that was an interesting meta. Um, and you swear by the Nuggets, so. Uh, and I love me some Nuggets, but I think the Nuggets were the worst in attendance. I'm going Nuggets, worst in attendance. You're right. All right. Sam, it was a coin flip. Pick. That's it. Oh, I got the first pick. All right. So, so which of these six segments, which of these six sections are you going to choose first? So basically, you look at the, the six different pools. You have the top four Eastern Conference teams, the bottom four Eastern Conference playoff teams, and then all of the Eastern Conference um, non-playoff teams and the equivalent list in the Western Conference. So yeah. there's one pool, the more I went through and through, that has one team that really stands heads and shoulders above the other teams within that pool, mostly due to off-season moves that the other teams in that pool did. Whoa. My first pick <laughs> is the Milwaukee Bucks. Wow, okay. The Milwaukee Bucks uh, were, the, I believe, the, the, fifth, um, the fifth seed last year. The other teams in that pool are the Atlanta Hawks, the Indianapolis Pacers, and the Chicago Bulls. So good luck of, with one of those teams. A lot of lottery balls in there. <laughs> good luck with one of those Someone's teams. Someone's winning the lottery. Again, I don't, this is, I'm not saying that I think Milwaukee will be the number one wins leader, but I'm saying I think Milwaukee is going to have more wins than any other team in that pool by the most significant margin. So my number one pick is the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, I like that. That's, that's great. And that's exactly what I'm going to do for my first pick. I'm going to go to the Western Conference. The Oklahoma City Thunder... They're the sixth seed, but I actually believe they're going to be the second seed next year. I believe they're better than Spurs, better than Houston. I think they're going to dominate with the addition of Carmelo, Definitely. Paul George. Like, they're starting five. It's just... I love that. Like, I love I, that. And we're going to talk about that, so let's not step on our next pod, because we're going to talk about that in, the, in our Carmelo Anthony hot takes, but yeah. Absolutely, but like, just... Like, not being a Carmelo fan my whole life, you put him on a team with Steven Adams and Roberson, oh, those, those are great players to... 
match with three scores. And I think, yeah, I won't say um, on too much, but I think there's going to be a record broken next season. This is, and this is a bet that I want to make Sam. All right, I like I, this. I'm going to say that there's a, an NBA record that's going to be smashed next year by an OKC Thunder team. So... That's that's my pick because I think they're I gonna that, I think yeah. they're gonna win a lot more wins than they did last year. So. I think it's really interesting that our first two picks both came from the Eastern and Western Conference, the bottom four teams. Because um, in the playoffs, you have like the biggest room for improvement. I, I yeah. believe. Like, I mean, if you're choosing like uh, like Boston, like how many more wins are they really gonna, you know, improve? Like right. two or three? Like there's yeah. not that much improvement. But you know, Milwaukee's primarily doing a big jump. I like OKC. Sam, what do you got next? All right, now, uh, okay, so this is where I get my into my... Oh, no, you have the you have the third pick as well, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. The yeah, you got the second and third. We're doing snake style, so yeah, I, that would have been sneaky. I could have snuck in and got a quick one on you, but no, yeah. So, so far, I have the Milwaukee Bucks, and you have the Oklahoma City Thunder, who uh, would have been, for sure, my second pick. Absolutely. So, I'm going to stay in the Western Conference. Like, I assume you'll stay in the Eastern Conference, who we're just... We know our, we know our lanes. Yeah. <laughs> I think... Uh, for my non-playoff team, I will choose the Minnesota Timberwolves. Nice. I, I, I think they're going to make a big jump, especially. If, I, I I just think like that's that's a team that can really get into like. I don't believe the hype that they're like a contender or anything, but I think they can get in that five to eight range, probably five to seven. I, I'd imagine. Yeah. And I, I think that yeah, I think they can win a lot of games. ESPN has them projected to win fifty games. Which would make them the like highest the, projected team of anyone we've selected so far. They're like fourth in ESPN's projection. I, I also like the under on that. Yeah, I like the strong under on that. I don't think that is the over under. I think the ESPN projection takes a they take a lot of like the player efficiency things into effect. And, and yeah. you, have, you have Jimmy Butler, who was you know an efficiency star in Chicago, joining their team. It's not really factoring in the difficulty of comp. I don't want to talk shit about stats. I don't really know about, but I'm assuming that some of those numbers do, are due to favoritism towards certain players, um, which contributing to a higher wins total. I don't think anyone seriously thinks they're going to win 50 games, but, um, uh, I mean... And just to get back to it, it's all about team fit. Like, Golden mm. State is just, like, the perfect fit of players. Like, that's, yeah. that's why they're so good. It's not because they have the best players. It's because everyone fits together so well. Yeah. And you look at Milwaukee, or Minnesota, like... Maybe they'll fit. Maybe in a year or two. Like it's it's hard to just assume that like hey we have all these great pieces they're gonna fit together. But then again I'm the guy who chose Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. A team of new stars. Well again looking for a new contract. Again when you think about you choosing the Thunder you got to look at what are the other three teams in that category the other five through eight you have the Utah Jazz the Memphis Grizzlies and the Portland Trailblazers so you just stabbed yourself in the back on that one but. You've you got to assume that the Thunder made significant improvement. The Jazz obviously lost Hayward. They're getting worse. The Grizz um, are, you know, another year older. Uh, unsure about them. The Blazers, you know, definitely haven't made an addition to the level of Paul George and Carmelo Anthony. I mean, it seems like the marginally, um, the, you know, the marginal improvement for the Thunder will be way higher. So. Yeah, and if you guys are doing an NBA wins pool with your friends, with, with two or three people... Sam and I, we we researched a lot and we jumped straight on to the the two locks, which are Milwaukee and OKC, because your your choices from those four choices are horrible, except for those two yeah. teams. You got to get those two teams. If you're doing this kind of draft with your friends, mm-hmm. you got to get one of those two teams first. And here's the so now I have the fourth and fifth pick, and this is the last like truly really interesting area because it's the last opportunity for me to block you from choosing teams <laughs> in certain categories. That was going to be interesting. <clears throat> because after that, 
after these rounds, you're basically picking, uh, you have one more chance to block me um, in a certain area, but I think that we kind of agree that one of the pools is almost looking dead even at the top. Um, and then at the, after that, you're just trying to be smart with your wagers about which teams. So for, again, there's no reason for me to choose in any of the categories that Matt has chosen, um, because that doing so would allow him to make the first choice in different categories. So I'm going to go first to Sam going deep. The Eastern Dropping Conference, <laughs> the Eastern Conference uh, missed playoff teams, and I'm going to choose the Miami Heat. That's my first. Uh, that's my team for missed the playoffs last year. I uh, thought this this is the hardest one to choose. This one was was tricky. There's another team in there that I think is high, but I'm a little bit higher on the Heat to maybe climb into the playoffs. Um, I've been watching a lot of uh, Hassan Whiteside in- Instagram videos lately, and. Um, and so I just, I'm just i feeling inspired by that. So, you know, he's got his fish. It's very calm. It's meditative out there. So uh, I like the Miami Heat better than I like the other team that I would maybe lean towards in that, uh, in that pool. And then I'm going to take the Houston Rockets. And uh, out of the, uh, the top three, the top four, excluding the uh, Golden State Warriors the in the Western team, Conference. Yeah. So um, why are you taking them over the Clippers? Well, okay, the Clippers and the Spurs. I'm really not high on the Clippers. It was between them and the Spurs. Um, I think that the Spurs had a, had a, had a kind of a bizarre offseason, the addition of a, of a still injured, if I'm correct, Rudy Gay. Uh, last year, if you look at last year, certainly uh, Spurs won 61 games, the Rockets 55. Uh, the projections this year put the Rockets, uh, ESPN puts them at 55 wins, the Spurs at 53. I think that um, Harden is a great regular season player who will be great in the regular season. Which is what we're all about. Which is all what these wins are all about. Wait, um, have we clarified the, the wins... Total pool is only for the regular season. Right? Yeah, if we had not clarified that, this should be clear by now. Yeah, it's yeah. only for the regular season. Um, so I'm taking the the Rockets. I like them. Uh, you know, honestly, within these pools, there's a couple teams there that I like just a hair better than some others. And basically, it's as much a choice to take the Rockets, who I think will be a game or two better, and to leave you the last undecided pool being the Eastern Conference top four teams, where I think we won't see necessarily as much. Um, separation between those teams. So just to update right now, my wins pool team so far, I have the Hawks, the Rockets, and the Miami Heat. Uh, Matt, you have the Thunder and the Timberwolves, and you have ball in hand. Uh, the next two picks are yours. Yeah, you kind of boxed me in there. <laughs> you kind of want to start off and redo this whole <laughs> yeah, right. I, 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 I did a bunch of mock drafts. So. I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of liking your side. Okay, well, I guess I'll go the Eastern Conference top four teams. I, I do think Boston's gonna be quite a bit better as a regular season team than Cleveland, so I'm happy to take them. Very nice. And now it is your pick again, though it doesn't really matter anymore the order of the picks because we're no longer um, we've we've made a selection from from each of the categories. At least one of us has, so there's no longer any boxing each other out. So now it's just going down, taking your um, your second favorite team, or in some cases, I still have my favorite team in in one of the categories. So yeah, so I mean, I think this is why this this sort of format is so interesting, and I think could become popular either you and your friends listening at home, or like it could become popular sort of mainstream because you force people to <laughs> into into corners like i'm i'm going to choose my western conference team from the top 4 seeds now but we can't choose golden state because they're a cheat code team and the clippers are not going to hang around and sam chose houston so i really have no other choice than the spurs very good yeah spurs. my western conference is down i have the spurs okc 
and uh, Minnesota, Timber. which I'm feeling okay about. Timberwolves, and you picked up the Celtics in the East. Yeah, that could that could be nice. You know, um, if the Celtics. I mean, what, some of these things could surprise us. I had the Celtics and Cavs as about a dead even. That was the last. Obviously, it's the category I left for last um, and didn't see as much room in. But it, Not it too could, much value it there. It could be. It could be. I mean, we're, we're you know an injury or two away from any of these things really getting shooken up, except I, I really feel confident about the Bucks are going to be much better than the Hawks, Bulls, or Pacers. Uh, that, but, that part, that, yeah, that was the, that's that's the number a, one pick. That's another I saw one, that yeah. too. All right, so um, I'll round out um, my next two, and then uh, and then Matt, you'll grab your you'll finish up your last six, and then I'll I'll pick the last team. Um, I'm gonna go with the Cavaliers from the um, from the Eastern Conference top four, and I'm so indecisive about this one. I'm, I'm going back and forth, so I'm gonna skip to the Western Conference non-playoff team and take the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, it would have been my number one pick over the T Wolves. Wow, anyway. yeah, really. I think they're gonna be a playoff team, and I, I'm not sure, but I'm not sold on the T Wolves. Okay, so we haven't really. Remember, I told I said Denver number like a top five seed. <laughs> so okay, so I've been thinking about this because you've been high on Denver for a long time. Super high. So Denver, I, yeah. I think about Mile it a lot high. after we do our podcast. They've only added Millsap, right? Millsap, yeah. Who who is uh, third in real plus minus for power forwards behind Draymond and uh, one other dude? Yeah. And, and Millsap is third. So I mean, he's an amazing player. But they lost Danilo. Like, so yeah. upgrade over Danilo. Okay, that's great. But this team didn't make the playoffs last year. And they didn't not. add anyone else besides Millsap. So where do you see this lead coming from? Well, I think uh, I think you kind of like, I mean, I think we're, we're looking at it. It's, it's Millsap. Millsap, <laughs> last year, the Hawks were, um, were, what seed were they? But they were either the, they must have been the sixth or the seventh seed. Because uh, I think the, um, um, or were they, were they the eighth seed? Did they play the, the Celtics in the first round? Something like I'm that. Forgetting, I'm forgetting. They were exactly a very forgettable the, team last year. They were forgettable, but they were a 43-win team uh, last year. Millsap left, and that's really, and, and, you know, along with Dwight Howard, but Millsap really being the big thing. Now the Hawks are figuring to be a complete tank job. So you're talking about you're taking away that one player from the team. You know, he wasn't a super-duper star who brought them to the top of the playoffs, but he did pretty much by himself bring them into the playoffs. Now you're <laughs> he adding was this a player, player they should have traded. Yeah, he was a player. I mean, I mean, the fact that Horford and, uh, and Millsap both left for nothing is, is pretty heartbreaking for, for Atlanta. But at the same time, fuck the Hawks. Um, and he goes to, like you said, so, the, the, you know, he goes to the Denver Nuggets. I think he's a perfect um, compliment to, to Jokic there. I think that uh, that's exactly the power forward you want with Jokic. I really like him being able to fill, fill the stat line but not being relied on to necessarily be the man uh, in Denver there. I like another year of development for Gary Harris and Jamal Murray. Jokic's entering his third year now, so, you know, just another year in the league, a little more seasoning. He really came on after the All-Star break, which will happen when your coach actually decides to play you after the All-Star break. That, that's always nice, too. But he was, away, he, was, he was ripping up, um, yeah, trade away the guy who's, you know, blocking minutes in front of you. He was ripping off triple-doubles. Um, they have that you know kind of unique home court advantage in that it's really high up there. They're gonna be a running gunning team. I don't know if Millsap necessarily fits into that. Oh, you mean the weed is legal there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the players super fucking high up there. That is a huge Those advantage when you got players so coming out on the roads. Players sprinting with that that high when you're that high and you're sprinting it's up so and down. Like it's fucking so hard. Yeah, I, I really like um, I really like the Nuggets. Um, and I kind of talked obviously a little bit of, of talking myself into it, but I think that Millsap is a is a is a perfect addition to that team for exactly what you want. A guy is, who's going to uh, help you out on both ends of the floor, help you out with rebounding, um, take some of that burden, the creating burden off of Jokic. I love 
I love that addition. You can have either Jokic or Millsap on the floor at all times. And I think that, you know, when we talk about how tough the Western Conference is, what we've kind of seen this offseason is this kind of weird consolidation of talent within certain teams, you know. Um, certainly the, the Golden State Warriors and the Rockets made a big addition. The Thunder have made a big addition. But um, you could definitely argue that the Grizzlies have gotten worse. The Jazz have gotten worse. Uh, you could argue that the Clippers have gotten worse, especially depending on Blake Griffin's um, injury situation. Uh, the Blazers have kind of stayed pat. Um, you know, So th- those are the playoff teams from last year that you're looking at. Uh, you know, two, three of those teams have gotten significantly worse. Another team has to rise into that position, and I think that um, I like the Nugs to do that more than I like the Timberwolves. Or the Kings. Or even, <laughs> or even the Buddy Hale led Kings. Well, Lonzo. I hate the Lakers. I'm so excited to. Uh, I hope they finish too. He dropped his five. second shoe. Oh, I know it's already. Only, it's only four ninety five. It's not even a basketball shoe, right? Isn't it just like a comfort shoe? <laughs> it's like a walking shoe. I'm sure. It's like a Lonzo. Yeah, Lonzo Ball walking shoe, whatever. Just like Bay Area, like <laughs> South a- South LA, just comfortable cruising shoe. Just like, a cruising just, shoe. Well, like he switched. Remember summer league? He good. switched from his his basketball shoe. To the uh, he switched back to Adidas or Nikes or whatever the Lakers were wearing. It was Nikes. I'm sure, his Nike first two game games were horrible. Yeah. His third game, LeBron was in attendance. He was wearing Nikes and he scored like thirty nine points. Long Le- Le- LeBron, the genius he is, just text, just do it. He, he put the stat line up and just just do it. Just do it. Just, just sign don't wear with Nike. Why would you not wear like the like even Clay like wearing those Anta the Chinese shoes or whatever like that? That's you stupid. know, like it's just like why just wear it? like Nike's got like the lab like to like custom your feet is the most important. You know, you're not doing anything without for an your NBA feet. player. Yeah, yeah your feet are the most player. important thing. Your your feet and your knees, man. Those are the things like above all else. You gotta have in on point. Don't fuck with your feet, man. I guess you can just kind of copy the the sole design and then just yeah. make your own like exterior design. Yeah. And I do. Lo- I mean, I was on this podcast uh, five months ago talking shit about Lonzo or uh, sorry, Levar Ball, and I I done a one eighty on him. Man, like this guy, he predicted everything. He was just like all year. People were laughing at him. He's yeah. like, my son's going to play for the Lakers. Like, yeah. you're a joke. Your son's shot is wonky. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. my son's going to play for the Lakers. <laughs> we're going to have this brand. And I I do I do have a lot of respect. And I'm, I, if there's any stock left, I'm buying it for LeVar Ball. You're buying like, LeVar Ball stock. I think nice. he's legit. And I think one of the, the biggest challenges when you are an NBA player or any talented person when you come into this money, is how do you bring up your friends? Because you don't want to just like loan them money to start their like wonky business ideas. How are you gonna bring them up? How are you gonna get them? How are you gonna get them into like your class? Because you know you can't hang out where it's like, oh, you go to their house and like they're cooking up hot dogs, but you're like used to some like high class stuff. Like yeah. you, you gotta bring your friends up. You gotta bring your family up with you. That's the biggest challenge. I think the the big baller brand was. Horrible name. You can't have the brand in your name. <laughs> you can't have the word brand in your name. But I, I have nothing but respect. Big baller and, brand brand. <laughs> and I will never, I'll never doubt them again. And I believe everything's gonna happen. But I do love. Anything how, is possible. Yeah. I do love how Levar Ball talks about how his first and third son will play for the Lakers. But he completely skips his second son. Second son is like maybe getting water for the Lakers. Second son is like a number two son. Yeah, is it's not brutal. the. Uh, not the best, yeah. Uh, no, the, no, 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 yeah, no. Levar. What he's... And, and the youngest son got a Lamborghini. Sixteen-year-old 
Drive the Lamborghini. So that makes sense. That makes but, sense. But the middle son just... He's taking the last. Yeah, game. that poor he's guy. Got the... He's not even taking the game winning shot for their high school team. He's like a senior, <laughs> and it's like, nah, yeah, we're gonna let uh, we're, we're gonna let Lamelo whatever. Monthly pass. We're gonna let the, like the young man shoot. We can let the young man shoot. Well, Matt, I, that's a great di- digression, and I think you set a podcast record for use of the word wonky. Uh, but we need to get to your final two picks. I know why you're talking because you're trying to avoid the uh, the absolute fucking turd buffet you have in front of you from the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I got some pretty wonky choices. Got <laughs> to get into it. So okay, yeah, so you got two teams left to pick. Um, who do you like? It's just me back to back. You back to back, and then I'm gonna take my final pick. Okay, I see. So I like uh, I like Charlotte. I think I think Dwight Howard with with a defensive minded coach Steve Clifford. Like I think. I think it's gonna work in a in a bad Eastern Conference. Like I think that that's like forty five wins. Yeah. And, and so I, I kind of like that. And Projected forty four in ESPN. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually think they're gonna win more games than Miami. That was yeah. one. That's interesting. The the place where it seems like we disagreed with what the number one overall team would be. I don't know. Did you have the Spurs above the Rockets? Would you have no, taken the Spurs I, first or Rockets no, first? No, I had the Rock. You would have taken them? It's pretty close. That was one of those areas where I don't want to choose because yeah, it's did, so close. Yeah, didn't need to. I felt the same way about the Eastern Conference. For um, sure. I had the Nuggets ahead of the T-Wolves, and I had the Heat ahead of the Hornets. Um, and obviously you had the flip side. So it's interesting that in those two, they were reversed well, where we both agreed the strongest was in the missing the, the, the five through eight seeds in the Eastern and Western Conference. So that's kind of interesting. But now um, is where we're going to get yeah, now is where it gets tricky, right? I'm going to add up my team's totals, and I'm going to be looking good. I'm going to be, like, 20 games up on you, and then I'm going to add my 16. And then here it comes, I'm going to yeah. lose by 10 games. So my choices are Indiana, yes. Atlanta, and Chicago. Those are your three choices. So uh, Chicago is a total tank job. I think Atlanta is a tank job. I, I mean, there's, there's really no choice here. No. I have to choose Indiana. And yeah. to be honest, like I think they're that delusional team where they lose their star, mm-hmm. and then they kind of like, you know, we're, we're gonna show him. Like, we got to win for Miles Turner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got a rep for Indiana. We got Oladipo back. Mr. Basketball's back. back. Yeah, Hoosiers. I I believe they're. The net is ten feet tall. <laughs> they might even make a trade. They might even get rid of a draft pick for like upgrading their their, their current team. Yeah. I actually, I, that's not too bad of a pick. I, I think that's yeah. probably like a. 41 win team. 41 win team. That is aggressive. That is aggressive. I, I, I think they won 42 really... with Paul George last year. <laughs> they're projected to win 32 this year from ESPN. Uh, the Hawks 27, Bulls 28. So ESPN agrees that that was the best of your remaining choices. But you got to swallow and take it, man. That's a rough one. So your final team right now, you ended up with the uh, with the Celtics, the Spurs, Thunder, Charlotte. Timberwolves and the Pacers. I like your team. I like your team. Uh, There's a lot of blue chip names there. <laughs> let's go through. Uh, let me take my, my my final pick and let's kind of break down our our, our two teams and uh, the kind of in retrospect. You know, just like any draft, I feel like. Oh, excuse me. In any draft, I feel like as soon as it's done is when you feel the worst about it. You know, like the. Uh, I had best. high hopes. I was taking yeah. say like, dude, I I, I got something good. I'm That's ready good. for this. I, yeah. And then just I got totally boxed in the corner. So <laughs> it's like, oh shit. This it's is why people do mock drafts. Yeah, it's tough, man. I I mocked a bunch of these just against myself. Uh, I have to choose one more team between the Utah Jazz, the Memphis Grizzlies, and the Portland Trail Blazers. Um, the team that I like is, is their wins projections is really really scary. So I'm going to stay away, and I'm going to hold my nose and select the Utah Jazz. Mm. 
as my team. Wow. Even though it would be way more fun to root for the Portland Trailblazers than to root for the Utah Jazz. But I can't be rooting for the Portland Trailblazers this year. Just too much conflict of interest. Exactly, yeah. you got the Celtics on your team. So, I mean, I don't think you care about street steak enough to really have that effect. Uh, the, the... So let's go... Uh, I let's... love street steak. I'm excited for this one. Let's take a look at our, um, at, at, at our picks from the respective... Uh, the respective uh, pools that we drew them from. So um, I had the benefit of being, uh, you had actually the first in the Eastern Conference, you took the Celtics, while I took the Cavs. Uh, what do you think about that? What did like uh... I think with no Isaiah Thomas, uh, if Derek Rose is your starting point guard, I think they're not going to be that good of a regular season team. And I actually no. kind of like this. I think there's a lot of value. Yeah. I think the Celtics could win like five to eight games more than the cat. Yeah. Okay. I, I think there's a lot of value there. This is one I kind of regret, you know, because I, uh, I chose, I had that last option to Rocket Spurs or Celtics Cavs. I could have I could have uh, boxed you out from one of those. And I just kind of put it in my head that I like the the Cavs and Celtics easy. I do like the um, the kind of LeBron James FU season coming up that, that, that could be coming down the pike. I FU like... who, man? He's been fighting everyone. I know, FU yeah. Trump? Yeah, like, going to Trump. Yeah, FU Trump season. He's definitely <laughs> kneeling before playoff uh, anthems, right? LeBron's oh, definitely kneeling yeah. anthems, right? NBA, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be... Yeah, the first MLB player just uh, kne- <laughs> kneeled yesterday. <laughs> Who gives a shit about MLB? I love it, though. But so, like, uh, yeah, it's probably coming in the NBA. Like, oh, Trump, for sure. Trump attacking Stephen Curry. Like, that's crazy. That, that's Zach Lowe had a great tweet. It's the classic... Uh, you can't quit your fired move, except coming yeah, from the exactly. president to, uh, it's like, I don't know about going. Like, oh, you can't come. You're not invited. <laughs> I'm taking my ball and going. How ridiculous. Uh, ridiculous. Another good reason to be living in Taiwan, man. Jesus. Shit. People uh, are like, well, you've been teaching in Taiwan for four years. Like, yeah. yeah. I like that one. I definitely. Planning about six or seven, like waiting for this Trump presidency to ride it right out. Yeah. Just see what happens after that. It's super interesting. So, yeah, I like the Celtics definitely. I mean, I could definitely see it. Again, you have a Celtics team, though, where uh, a huge chunk of their starting lineup is brand new. Maybe there's some growing pains early that kind of limit that wins total. Again, Mm -hmm. we're only looking at regular season. I definitely like the Celtics rounding into form as the season goes on. But against the Eastern Conference, I mean, I mean, it's going to be such a bloodbath. Because I think the their talent's going to win out, though. Like I think so. Yeah. Even the underprepared, like yeah. I mean, you have Brad Stevens who's going to prepare them, and then he's going to get them ready. Yeah. They have so much talent. So like, I like that so one. In retrospect, I wish I had taken Celtics first instead of what I did, which is I what chose. What up, man? I chose <laughs> the street steak. I chose the Rockets over Save the Spurs. Money, what do you think about Rockets versus Spurs? I actually think I have the uh, the opposite side that. That you that we have on the Eastern Conference, where mm. I think the Spurs, they just they've tried a lot of things, and I think they know they're not really like at that level now. Yeah, like there's just no way you can be like, oh yeah, Popovich is the man. Like that team is just not does not have a lot of talent. They don't have a ton of talent. They it's, still have Kawhi like though. VCU He's a top the, four player. Um, yeah, but just besides that, like do I, they have a move? I don't know. Yeah, we talked about this in the, in the last podcast. They really, really did like not a, like their offseason. Like a Cinderella team in a way. Yeah. And so. And the Rockets are a regular season team. That's yeah, they are built for exactly the regular like, season. I mean, who would I take in a a, a two three matchup? Mm. You know, in the playoffs, I'd probably take the Spurs over the Rockets. For but, sure. Uh, Regular season, I, I feel like this is the year they kind of just, like, drop back a little bit. Yeah. I think maybe just, like, the fourth seed, probably. No, yeah. no lower than that. That's the thing. Is, I, I do think I'm losing some... You're kind of safe there. with that. Yeah, I think I think, but I think, think probably not as much as you might have picked up with the Celtics, though, in retrospect. So, interesting, and we'll see. The Rockets, again, 
an injury or something like that could totally reshape any of this. Harden gets injured if, God forbid, Kawhi goes down. Um, that could totally fuck up all of our, our, our good plans right here. Let's move to um, so the like, area Trio I think you have. Just hanging out underneath. <laughs> I think practices, just like sticking his leg out. Yeah, so I was just going there. Uh, this is the area I think you have the biggest advantage over me. Western Conference, five through eight teams. Yeah. You have the Oklahoma City Thunder. I have the, the Utah Jazz. Jazz. That's, that's... Yeah. Um, what do you think for the Thunder this year? I'm smelling the steak right now. They were projected. A steak is sizzling. They were projected at 47 wins before the addition of Carmelo Anthony. Where do you like them finishing at right now? What what kind of wins do you think that they might be around? Honestly, I their their bench is so weak. So the, yeah. the, this is this is the only thing hampering them. But like, I think they might be like the second best team in the Western Conference. Like, I was gonna. Yeah. I, I think ahead of the Spurs, and they're better than Houston. If they can stay healthy and they get to the playoffs, and your rotation like shrinks to to seven or eight guys, like I think then they they're a really good team. And yeah. And they've won two trades in a row for superstars. Like yeah. Usually you overpay for superstars. They got two superstars for very 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 low. cheap. And the way that those superstars fit, we're gonna talk about this in our next yeah, podcast. Yeah. But yeah, suffice to say, listen to the next guy. one. This next one's gonna be good. I'm a big I'm a big fan of what the Thunder have I done. Got some I'm not a big fan of the Jazz, but I had to take them. They won 51 games last year, projected to win 44. I mean, so who are your choices? It was the Jazz, Jazz the Grizzlies, or... and the Blazers. Oh wow. yeah, yeah uh, I like the Grizzlies still because I'm a big Mike Conley fan. Over the Blazers, yeah, I did, motherfucker. Yeah, I took the Jazz over the Blazers. Yeah, yeah. I kind of regret that one too a little bit, but again, I, I mean, whatever. Like, uh, I, yeah, Rubio, you know, Rubio's. I really like this Donovan Mitchell kid. Um, I, they still got the big guy in the middle, uh, Rodney Hood, making a making a step up in the next year. But they could get things could get really ugly in Utah. That that could be one where you see things go really bad. And then um, you know that could that could that could really really hurt. Whereas the Blazers probably would have been the more consistent pick as long as McCollum and Lillard are healthy. You got to figure them mid forties, mid forties for wins. Yeah, yeah. full season nurtures. So that might be one that I regret. Uh, so far, I'm really liking your draft. So let's get to the area where I have the biggest advantage. Oh, the five through eight. Um, this one's brutal. Yeah, this is like a twenty win swing. I've got the this Bucks, so bad. and you've got the Pacers. Bucks <laughs> are projected to win forty seven games. Pacers are projected to win. 32 games. I almost just passed on it because I don't want Pacers on my team. Like, <laughs> I'll just give up these 32 protected wins because yeah. I can't have a team with the Pacers. Yeah, this is where same same at the first pick. You, you got out in front of me, and this is like this was the one part where you had to yeah. you, you had to pick first, and there was the the most value. Yeah, I think so. I think that was definitely the one. Um, now here's the now we get to the two where we kind of disagreed. So right now, if you kind of added up our our, our totals right now. I would, um, I would maybe be ahead of you, but but by two wins, just by what we both kind of agree to guess yeah, and project. Yeah. So not a huge swing at all. Um, very very close. So really could come down to these other teams. Uh, Eastern Conference playoff missing teams. I took the Heat and you took Charlotte. Why do you like Charlotte better than the Heat? Because you trust the Heat first. Oh, you like the Heat better? Oh, <laughs> no, no. Uh, I thought uh, you had it the other way. It's it's pretty close for me, and uh, this is one of those. One of the the groups I just decided like I'm gonna I'm not gonna like go hard on it. I'm not gonna choose them early because I think it's really close between those yeah. two teams. Like I think Miami has the potential, right. but I think Charlotte has the talent. And this is a team that wants to win. Like this is a a fan base that just wants to make the playoffs. And, and they gotta be smelling playoffs like again. We like, went through this like, like forty three win team. You know those five through eight teams. Like, the Hawks, Pacers, and Bulls are missing the playoffs. Yeah. So three teams that missed the playoffs last year are getting in. The so Heat, is, the Hornets, and the other team that I had in there, um, 
uh, would have been the Pistons. This is what, yeah, so I want to ask you, like, who's jumping up? Like, does, I Ar- think it's does Orlando have a chance? I don't, well, depending, the, the kid who never gets talked about, the sixth pick, Jonathan Isaac. Uh, yeah. I mean, we talk about how this loaded draft, we talk about the, the ninth pick in that draft, the twelfth pick in that draft, uh, a lot. You know, Donovan Mitchell gets a lot of talk, even Frankie Smokes at number seven gets a lot of talk. Um, of course, um, Lori Markkinen, uh, uh, yeah, a fantastic <laughs> pickup. Uh, so, but Jonathan Isaac was the number six pick, and like yeah. was consensus slotted in there at number six for a very, very long time. Maybe he's more of a development project. I don't know. I haven't, you know, I didn't he's, see. He's more of like a DeAndre Jordan kind of guy, like just yeah. like a a dude who who makes winning plays. Yeah, but he's not like a star. But like, oh, good, they finally get another front court player in yeah. Orlando. Yeah, <laughs> good job, good job. Only Magic. have Biombo. Yeah, we got Biombo. Uh, Vuce, that's the guy's name. Vucevic. He was a fantasy beast. He killed me in the Gordon, first season. He's, he's Ibaka's. Like a twenty rebound game. locker. Just like, killed me. Ibaka's, yeah, Ibaka's empty locker. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, the last team we had difference: uh, T Wolves and Nuggets. Do you see a bunch of any? major separation there between those two teams? I do. I think the two T-Wolves are going to win the... Nah. The Western Conference. No. <laughs> so, a little tease. We, we have some great uh, divisional previews coming up. Oh really we we're got gonna, so much content coming at you oh before the season starts. We have our over-under podcast to go through, our division previews to break down, but the, our NBA futures bets, MVP bets, all NBA bets, so random much, so much bets coming up. And hypothetical bets. But and like, we've got one more trivia pod coming at you the night uh, before the season starts, the night before be Christmas. Get, get huddle around your year before log. Yeah. Halloween. Oh, yeah, my goodness. It's, it's, it's going to be, be fun. Awesome. And maybe so, some special guests coming up on the pod, too. Yeah, lots of new guests. Um, so for the divisional thing, when we... Uh, when we rank how the teams are going to like finish, what's their order going to be? You know, I had a lot of trouble with this. Like, is I, I believe OKC is number one, but like, who is number two? Because in the Pacific or Pacific Northwest, whatever the fuck that yeah. his name is, you have the Jazz, Blazers, Nuggets, and T Wolves. So it's really a, a direct like face off. It's pretty interesting. We yeah. both have these two teams, which I think are probably the two and three seed. Yeah. But in one order, I, I do like the Timberwolves. I think they're going to win more games than that. I mean, definitely Cat, Big Cat is an awesome, awesome player. Um, you know, Wiggins, apparently that Max deal is, is, a, is, a kind of, is kind of pending, resolving his, uh, his agency situation. He switched up Fuck, agents. Man, I would pull that offer off the table. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I do not like that. You offer a dude a Max contract and he lets it sit there for a month. That's just crazy money. Um, yeah, anyway, so yeah, very, very interesting. One more time, breaking down our team. Uh, I have the Houston, the, uh, Houston, the Cleveland Cavaliers, Houston Rockets, Milwaukee Bucks, Miami Heat, Denver Nuggets, Utah Jazz. Matt, you have the Boston Celtics, San Antonio Spurs, Oklahoma City Thunder, Charlotte Hornets, Minnesota Timberwolves, and the Indianapolis Pacers. If, if nothing left, mistake. this gave me uh, this gave me a, a great reason to watch a lot more teams that I might not have otherwise <laughs> in the league pass this year. That should be fun. Um, should be very very exciting. Anyway, uh, this has been our um, NBA wins total podcast. Again, uh, hope you guys enjoyed this. Please play along. Post your teams. Uh, this is a great one to do with three people too. Yeah. Because three, uh, three really people, then you really, yeah, then you can really start to get some game theory. And we might try to bring a guest on and do a three man one as well, just to have some fun with that. Yeah, so, we um, might change the rules around a little bit. But. Yeah, it could be very interesting. Anyway, uh, this has been Dunk You Very Much. Uh, we're gonna come back at you guys with some quick talk about the Carmelo Anthony trade, uh, and uh, and that's it for right now, guys. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Be well, Taipei. Thank you.